In Heintige Seder, Los Wissen the Teire, in this Seder, the Teire relates to us the Sach Hakel from the Yorim, from Sora, Avram, and Ishmael. The total of the age, the years lived by Sora, Avraham, and Ishmael, in order of how they appear. In Ascholos, I said at the beginning of the Seder, it says, Vahiu Chayes Sora, Meyushonav Esim Shonav Eshevashonim, and the life of Sora was. A hundred years and twenty years and seven years, a hundred and twenty-seven. Um, Bamsiyim Aseder. At the end of the Seder, it says, "Ve'elushne Yemeishne Chay Avram." These were the days of the life of Avram. Meyav Shana, hundred years. Veshivim Shana, seventy years. Vechamish Shana, and five years, a hundred and seventy-five. And then all later, Ve'elushne Chay Yishmol. And these are the years of the life of Yishmol. Meyer Shana or Shloishim Shana, a hundred years and thirty years, Vesheva Shanaman, seven years, a hundred and thirty-seven. Gefindman in them, Adava Pella in Pidush Rashi Alateris. We find something very unusual in Rashi, which is, Chach as by Aladrai state the word Shana, Shanim, even though by each, each enumerating of the years of their life, the word Shana or Shanam appears after each group, the hundred, the tens, and the decades, and the single years. So by, uh, by Sarah, it says a hundred years, twenty years, and seven years. And the same for Avram and the same for Yishmol. Side by Schumeya, both by the, uh, the, when enumerates the hundreds, the hundred years that they live, side by the Esaris, also by the decades and side by the Yechidus and also by the singular years. Is Pirush Rashi Anj by Yedin Funze. Still Rashi deals with this issue differently in every one of these cases. By Shnois Sara is a Mefarish. By the years of Sara he explains this. Therefore, for this reason, the word Shana appears by every grouping of years. To tell you that each grouping is to be studied and um, expounded in itself. You don't see the whole thing as a sum total. Each one has some message to deliver. And the father learned up, and therefore he learns from this. That when Sarah was a hundred years, she was similar to the age of twenty years in regards to sin, that she was free of sin. When she was twenty years, she was as beautiful as she was when she was seven years. That's how he explains by Sora, by Avram and Zakrashi. What does he say by Avram? Ben Kuf Kiben Ayin or Ben Ayin Kiben Hey. When he was a hundred, he was could be compared to when he was seventy. When he was seventy, he could be compared to when he was five. Beloichet, that he was free of sin. In other words, at five, you understand that he was free of sin. When he was seventy, he was free of sin, and when he was a hundred, he was free of sin. Vosmein bepashus, which means on the simple level, as men learn tarois nidvi by sora that by Avram we interpret from this different than we do by sora. By Sarah, who call Echad each each grouping is was studied, was interpreted differently. Lent it teaches us two different things that when she was at a certain age she was similar to a 
previous age in regards to sin and the other grouping teaches that she was as beautiful when she was uh, 20 as when she was 7 without sin and or beauty so by Avram it's different by Avram from the whole um, adding the word Shana we learn one lesson as Oich Saindik Ben Kuf is Avram Given Kiben Ayin, that when he was a hundred he was similar to what he was seventy. When he was seventy, when Ben Ayin Kiben Hei, when he was seventy, he was similar to when he was five. But Loichet without sin. So the reason that this is in parentheses, I, uh, I believe, is because in the end. What we're learning is that when he was five, he w- when he was a hundred, he was no different than five. He was without sin. You could have left out the seventy in the middle, theoretically. So that's how it's different by Avram than by Sari. You learn only one thing from both all three numbers, and by Sari you learn two different things from the numbers. And by Yishmol, what about Yishmol, which also has the repetition of the word Shana each time? Is Rashi Rashi doesn't address at all why it says Shana and Shana, Shana each time. By Yishmol, he doesn't even address it at all. There's nothing to be learned from there, you would think. So this, of course, begs the question, why is it different in each case? In the commentaries on Rashi, there's a lot of discussion about this. It's how to explain these differences in Rashi. But in addition to the difficulties, many difficulties that are, that apply to each answer that they give, which the Rebbe is not going to dwell on, you know, telling you what each one of those answers were and what the difficulties are. But there is a general question without examining the details. Bigaret Kamapam has discussed many times which is Vibald as their Indian is clownish Pashut since obviously from the fact that the Mepharshim asked the question and everybody, many of them attempted to give different answers and the answers are difficult to understand and therefore obviously this is not a simple matter this is not something that is obvious to all what Rashi means or what the Pashut means Bizaz Yedem Aferish Hot of Dem it's so it's so complicated that every commentary has a different answer to it. Then Rashi, who takes it upon himself to explain the psukim for a also even for a five year old child, he should have made it clear what he was saying. In a way that it should be no question about what he means and why he interprets each one differently, and the third one doesn't explain it at all. So therefore, we have to say, as Rashi's kavana is chlorfashtadik, that Rashi's intention is clearly understood from the Rashi's and if you examine the words that Rashi says in his commentary. If you examine that, then you'll then it'll be clear. And Rashi finds no reason to have to add anything to what he already said. Based the beer in them, so to explain why it's so obvious and why Rashi doesn't have to explain and what the explanation is. 
from the from this that Rashi says by Sara This is the reason why the the Torah repeats the word Shana by each grouping. to tell you that each one is to be interpreted separately. Each Shana refers to a grouping of years. Each one has to be examined and teaches something separate from the other ones. Baskuf, and then he goes on to say that when she was a hundred, she was like uh, twenty and so on. As fundem was michta shana b'chol klal klal is mochach. That from the fact that shana is written by each grouping, it's clear shekol echad nidush la'atzmai that each one is, is to be studied separately. Lachet liyafi one for sin, one for beauty, and so on. Is fashtanik ma'atzmai. So it's clear, it's it's self-evident. As euch nordem by Avram, and that also afterwards by Avram, was euch beem is nicht of shana b'chol klal klal. That by him it also says the word shana by each grouping. Muz yeder klal zayn nidush laatzme. Obviously, each group, each number, has to be interpreted separately. He says it clearly by Saras. So obviously, the same would apply to Avram. Uma learn to raise tzvein yonim, and that we have to learn two things from Avram's uh, groupings. From the fact that it says Shana, so therefore each one teaches something separate. And so you have to learn two things, just like you learn two things, in, in other words, comparisons from the first two numbers and then from the second and third number, which teach each one teaches one thing, so you have two things. Ubamela is moving, and therefore it's understood as when Rashi Zok by Avram, so that when Rashi says by Avram, Ben Kufke Ben Ayin, that when he was 100, it was like 70, meant to the mid. What he means with that is nish nor as cholafunam limud ein limud. He doesn't mean this as an introduction. When he was uh, as, when he was a hundred, he was like seventy, and when he was seventy, he was like uh, five. In other words, it's he doesn't mean to say that it's all meant to be one continuous teaching, and it teaches only one thing, which is that he was without sin. Which concludes with that when he was 70, he was like five without sin. Nor, rather, what he's trying to say, but rather, when he was a hundred, he was like 70, is not to be, is not just a, an introduction to, and when he was 70, he was like five, but rather, when he was a hundred, he was like 70 is in itself a, teaches something also. That's clear, because he says it clearly by Sarah that that's how it has to be interpreted. So why would it be interpreted differently by Avram? Of course not. But Rashi doesn't spell it out. But he means to say that there is something to be learned from Ben Kuf to Ben Ayin. From when he was 100, he was like 70. And the reason that Rashi doesn't spell it out is... In verse says, "Bashtei the limit from Ben Kuf to Ben Chaf." He doesn't uh, Ben Ayin. He doesn't tell us what we learn from the comparison between 170. Is as the far the reason is because was the was the chiddush ve'inyan in verse by Avram is given Ben Kuf to Ben Ayin. Shtei beferish and pasuk. The reason Rashi doesn't have to spell it out is because that we see clearly in the pasuk. It's something that the pasuk makes obvious. And therefore, Rashi doesn't have to tell you what it is. He just tells you 
that there is a comparison between 170. What's that comparison? The Pasuk tells us that. What does the Pasuk tell us? When the Ebeshtat ungesagt Avram, when the Hashem commanded Avram, as if it had mazun from Sarah, and he didn't command him, but he told him that it, when he will have a son from Sarah, so the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, Avram said, Halaven, Belibay said in his, in, you know, in his mind, Halaven meyeshana yulad. Is it possible? Will someone give birth, not give birth, but to have a, a son uh, when he's a hundred years old? It was something unusual to him, as a zolkenon of makind and gil from meyeshana that he should be able to have a child, father a child at the age of a hundred. Rashi is as Rashi explains, as Bimei Avram, that during the lifetime of Avram, Nismatu Ashanim, people became weaker, and they and at a younger age, they already were weakened in comparison to the people that came before them, like in the time of Noyach and and earlier. So Kvar Bo Nismatu Ashanim Kvar, the years already became less, which means people lived less. Shorter lives, and there was a weakness that had come into the world. People became weaker earlier. And he says, "Where do we see this? We see that in the time of Avram, people were having children much earlier, at the age of sixty, at the age of seventy, as in comparison with earlier years when they." But say Noyach had children who was five hundred years old, and others when they were hundreds of years old. Valpiza is verstandig bepasha, so therefore we understand very obviously. In Vos as is given ben kufke ben ayin by Avram Avinu. In what way was Avram at the age of a hundred similar to the age of seventy? Which is Aval Pias Demel Mitzadim Toskech Beilim, even though during his time, because of the weakness which had come into the world, is the guilt so Habim Kinegivem Bene Ayin, the age of having children was already at the at the latest seventy, sick between sixty and seventy, is of the Toshes Koyach Nishgivem by Avram, but he wasn't affected by this weakness, that he shouldn't be able to have a children when, a child when he was a hundred, Mezet. As we see that Avram, even before the great miracle of the birth of Yitzchak, he had a child at the age of 86. Yishmael was born when Avram was 86, which is clear from the Psukim. In other words, even when he was already close to 100 years old in the time of Yishmael, certainly in the time when he had the child Yitzchak, he was given, he remained as strong, as healthy, and so on, as potent as when he was 70. So he was, when he was 100, he was like 70. That is clearly spelled out in the Pasuk. As Rashi tells us that people then were having children at the age of 70. Avram had children when he was 86, 100. That's the, the meaning of when he was, he was no different when he was 100 than he was when he was 70 and based on this we'll understand much better and it'll become much more easily understood what Rashi says can one have a, a child when, he was a, when he's a hundred which is what Avram said 
not that he was astounded by the fact how could I have a child at a hundred that's not what he meant nor rather it's, it's not a thing that he's shocked when he hears that he's going to have a baby but rather this was an ongoing interesting you know he was so thankful and it's so different I'm so different than everybody else it's an ongoing wonderful thing that happens to him Omar Balibe said to himself, Has Hashem done this kind of kindness that He has done with me? I'm 84 and I'm having children. I'm 86 and I'm having children. I'm 100 and I'm having children. Who else did Hashem do something like this for? It wasn't that He was shocked that Hashem is suggesting He'll have a child at 70 or uh, 100. Rather, Look at this, Hashem has been giving me the strength that I can have children at such an advanced age. So to him, in his case, it was just a wonderful thing. Regular people, in my, uh, my, my friends, they, you know, at 70 they're already beyond the child-bearing age. Me, Hashem is giving me the blessing that even when I'm older, much older than them, I still can have children. Whereas when it comes to Sarah, since Sarah had already, as uh, in English, had menopause, in other words, she was no longer physically capable of having children, therefore naturally it was impossible for her to have children. At that time to have children. And she had, to, for her, it had to be a miracle. Because in her case, it wasn't just a wonderful thing that was happening over there. It was an absolute miracle. She was no longer, she, her nature had already changed. As the Pesach says, that Hashem had to say, is it impossible for me to make that happen too? It's a miracle, but it's not impossible. I can make that happen, but it had to have special, a miracle, it had to be something that only Hashem could accomplish as by ears all geberen Yitzchot that Yitzchot should be able to be born nor Sarah had kem tracht as oich Avram ken isham ken kinder it's just that Sarah also thought that Avram was beyond the age of having children but Titzchok Sarah, that's why she laughed and she said I am already past the childbearing age and my my husband is already old and beyond childbearing age. But the fact was that they, it was different. For her it was a miracle. But for Avram it was just a wonderful thing. This also answers another great question. Rashi doesn't mention anything about the fact that at the time when Yitzhak was born, they were already marveling that Avram was having a child at a hundred. The fact is that 40 years later, when Avram remarried Keturah, Keturah was uh, Hagar, as Rashi says, and then they had children. So already 40 years later, which means after Yitzhak was born, when after the Akedah, Avram and, and Sarah passed away, during the Akedah, Avram remarried. So when was that? When it was Avram was 140 years old. And he had children then too. So Rashi doesn't mention anything about this. Wow, 
at a hundred it was a marvel at a hundred and forty doesn't mention anything about it and over there nothing is mentioned as that having children at that time was a somehow somehow miraculous the answer is because that already is explained by what Rashi says here that when he was a hundred he was like seventy as by Avram in his Nizhgeben Kantoshes Koyach by Avram did not suffer a weakness a limitation which would have limited him to have, be able to have children only up until age 70 which was common in his day he did not suffer from this weakness and therefore he had children he was 100 years old and even much later in other words he was unaffected by the inability to have children for him it wasn't an issue just like similar to what it says that he was without sin even though the, the term that Rashi uses is that when he was 70 he was like 5 without sin but does that mean that what about past 70 or past 100 past 100 he did have sin of course he didn't have sin that quality of not having sin at the age of 70 and 100 continued on till the end of his life in a similar way this quality that he was able to have children at the age of 100 continued on until the end of his life it doesn't mean that afterwards after he reached 100 things changed and in regards to being sinless nor it means that he was for his whole life he was without sin so also he remained his whole life with the ability to have children explaining this difference this explains also a change in the way Rashi explains different things the difference between Avram that by him it was not a, an absolute miracle that he should have children it was just that he was strong and healthy and so on he didn't suffer from this weakness which causes other people to not to be able to have children by Sarah it was an absolute miracle that difference where do we see a difference in the Pasuk that says that uh, Sarah rejoiced they will say that Sarah is nursing children is Rashi Mefarish Rashi explains what do you mean children she had only one child who was nursed. she was nursing Yitzchok so Rashi says the day that they celebrated they made a party in honor of Yitzchok the other important women of the time the uh, royalty of the time brought their children with them to the party and Sarah nursed those children as well why did that happen? Because these women, these important society, society ladies, were saying, Sarah didn't give birth. She found a baby somewhere and she made it her own, and that's what this baby is. So when she was able to nurse all their children, they had to admit, yes, she's a mother, she's, she has the physical attributes of a mother. So obviously she could have children.
Then we find another pasuk. I've been pasuking on him from Pasha Teles. In a pasuk at the beginning of the Pasha Teles, it says, "Avram Hailedes Yitzchak." Avram fathered Yitzchak. So Rashi, so Rashi says, "Why does he have to say that?" Because the scoffers, the jokesters of the of the time said, "May Avimelech nesabra Sarah that uh, Sarah became pregnant from Avimelech. She was stuck by." And by the plishtim over there, she was taken to his house. Of course, nothing happened, but they said that uh, that's how she became pregnant. Ma also Baruch. So what did Hashem do in order to dispel that accusation? Uh, Tsar he caused the face of Yitzchak to be similar to to Avram Avinu. They looked alike, so you could tell immediately immediately that it was Avram's child. They idu Everybody had to admit that Avram That Avram is the father of Yitzchak. That's why the pasuk repeats says it. Suddenly, that is obvious. We know that already because it had to be said. Hashem had to make a miracle that it should, that Avram Yitzchak should look like Avram, and therefore everybody would admit that Avram was the father. So we have to understand was by Soren Zok Rashi as the Sores Noshim Chashuvasam Gizok Leil the by when he tells the story about Sarah, he says that the society, society ladies, the important ladies, they were the ones that were saying that she didn't give birth. Un benegetz Avram, when he talks about Avram, is a mefarish ashay litzani ader. The jokesters of the time said, why does he point out who were the ones that said it? Here he says that the important ladies said it. Here he says that the the, the jokester said it. Me'avimelech nesabra Sarah. <clears throat> that they were the ones that said that Avimelech, that she became pregnant from Avimelech. Another thing we have to understand: those who say Nikabonim Sora is not a bitter as Yolda Sora. The fact of what happened then, which was that Sora was nursing the children, is not a bitter as Yolda Sora. Is only only clarifies that Sora gave birth; otherwise, she wouldn't, she wouldn't be able to nurse. And therefore, the baby is not someone that she picked up in the street. But this doesn't in any way prove that this is Avram's child. It means that Sarah gave birth, but who, how did she get pregnant? That doesn't prove anything. And the, the ladies, the society, society ladies, could have said, just like the jokester said, they could have just simply said now well she got pregnant from Avimelech knowing that Avram is a hundred years old the Tmiya in them is noch starker and the question becomes greater the Gemara tells this whole these two things that Rashi tells us says it all is in one continuum it says it on the Pasuk, Sarah is nursing children. How you call all the nations of the, of the world were saying, that they brought a baby from somewhere, from the street, and they call, they're calling it their own. Avram went and invited all the important people of the generation, the Sarah, and Sarah invited their wives. Be'inika as kulam, and she nursed all the babies. That's what the Gemara continues saying. And they still continue to make fun. 
they said, Im if Sarah, who was 90 years old, could give birth, Avram can Avram can Avram give birth, um, a father a child at a hundred? Okay, we have to admit that Sarah gave birth. But how do we have Avram at a hundred is uh, having a child? Miyad Nebuch classed the Panushal Yitzchak. So Yitzchak's face was, uh, became similar to Avram's. So over here the Gemara says that it was the same society people that were saying it about Avram. But Rashi changes it to the jokesters of the time. He doesn't say that the important people were saying that he was about Avram. It's the jokesters that said it about Avram. So now we can understand these two questions. Well, it's really one question. Why over here he attributes it to the society people and over here he attributes it to the, to the jokesters, especially in light of the fact that the Gemara attributes both of them to the society people. But now we can uh, understand the answer. The chiddush by the sores is because this, the astounding news that that they were seeing was only in regards to sorrow. Uh, since they knew that she, at her age, she was already past the child of age. Uh, of the childbearing past the age of childbearing years is nishmeglach so so they knew it's impossible for her to have children. Mashenkin Avram, whereas when they in regards to Avram, then the Gazerot Gibbon Yishmol to Pevav Shana, they knew that he had Yishmol when he was eighty six years old. Is by Zeishen Kampelanish Given Vos Erken Habmakin to Ben Meir. So in regards to Avram, it wasn't such a mind boggling idea. That he should have a, a baby at a hundred. On the far is by Anoshim Chshuvim Bechlau, Kampelanish Givem Vas Avram Hildes Yitzchak, and therefore, for the thinking people, society people, meaning to say people that had important jobs, they were ministers, they were royalty, and so on, they were generally people that were more serious and they thought about things. So to them, it wasn't such a shocking thing that Avram should have had a baby at a hundred. Nor the Litsane Hadar. That's why Rashi says that it was the jokesters, the people that don't really care about the truth. They just say things. They don't care if, it, if it's the true. It's true. All they're looking for is they, they just have an agenda. They want to make fun, so they say whatever it is that they need to make fun. They were the ones that said with a, a joke, you know, the whole thing was a big joke. That it must be from Avimelech. Why can't it be from Avram? They're not thinking about that. The facts are that he had a baby only 14 years earlier. So what's the big deal? Eh, it doesn't matter. The joke works. But Hashem wanted to make sure even wanted to make sure that even the jokesters shouldn't have what to say. On the far and for this reason, that's why he made Yitzchak look like Avram, and everyone had to admit. The regular, normal thinking people, they, to them it was obvious that this could be, that this is not a problem. But everyone, meaning even the low lives, even they had to admit. Avram had Yitzchak. 
Dalad. The Tam for Vosrashi is Nishma Farish by Yishmol. So that explains uh, Sara and it explains Avram. Avram is very similar to Sara in that matter that we learn something from Ben Kuf ke Ben Ayin. What do we learn? It's something that we already know from the Psukim, so therefore Rashi doesn't have to spell it out. The Tanvavas Rashi is Nishma Farish by Yishmol, Ben Kuf ke Ben Lamed, or Ben Lamed ke Ben Zayin. Why doesn't Rashi explain in regards to Yishmol why it says Shona after each one? So why doesn't he point out in what way was uh, 7 like ten, uh, 30 and 30 like 100? Is vile is because thus is moving outside. This is something that is self understood. How do we understand it? Light and Pirish Rashi in the Mzalbim Hemshir by Avram. It's a similar thing to the way Rashi teaches about Avram, which is by Avram, he just we just know that Ben Kuf Keben Ayin. So here too, Ben Kuf Keben Lamed. By there's one thing that we learn, we know that the Yishmol was similar when he was 100 to when, to when he was 30, as to, is tush, on Toshas Kayach, without becoming weak. Or Ben Lamed Kibben Zayin, and what we learn from 30, that he was when he was 30, he was like 7, Lechait was in regards to sin. In other words, whatever we know from Avram, and the ways that we compare the two ages by Avram, in the same way we're going to compare it by Yishmol strength, the first two numbers teach about his strength, the second two numbers teach about his sin, his uh, pure of sin which means in the case of Yishmael, the fact that he did tshuva so the Pesach is telling us that he had done tshuva already at the age 30, we shouldn't think that he did tshuva shortly before he died but at 30 already he did tshuva that's why it says but Lamed that it was he was as pure in, sorry that when he was 30 years old he was as pure of sin as he was when he was 7 I in the middle there was already a period of great sin murder and so on that's he did tshuva for that at 30 he already did tshuva as will be explained but then we have to understand Rashi in the in in the description of Ishmael's age. What does Rashi say there? What does Rashi say there? On the Pasuk, these are the the, the years of the life of Ishmael. Rashi, Rashi says, Why in at all? Why are we told the age of Ishmael? What's the difference when Ishmael died? In order, the reason we need to know the age of Ishmael when he died is in order to be able to know what happened during Yaakov's lifetime. It teaches us about the periods of life that happened in Yaakov's lifetime. Rashi goes on to explain as from knowing the age of Ishmael we know that Yaakov sat and studied in the house of Aver in Yeshiva for 14 years there's 14 years missing in what happened in Yaakov's life but we know how old he was when he went to Lavan and so on so therefore we're missing the 14 years based on what we know about Yishmol so therefore we know that he was 
those 14 years he was spent in yeshiva by Aver. Thus haste, in other words. As mit in the that the reason that the Torah gives us the age of Yishmol is the Pasuk nisht oisin tzuzogn of the Meramazayin Epis. The Pasuk is not out to tell us or even to allude to something b'shachas to Yishmol alein. That it's important for us to know something about Yishmol. That's why the Torah goes through and tells us his age and then goes on to tell us shana before each time so that we know that there's comparisons between the ages and so on. Nor does is We're not interested in Yishmol's life. It's all about telling us about Yaakov's life. As Rashi says, the reason that we're told at all about what age Yishmol died was only to tell us about Yaakov's life. So also the details of the comparisons about Yishmol are going to be about Yaakov rather than about Yishmol. Another thing we have to understand about Rashi about this is If Rashi already says that we're not, we don't really care about Yishmael's age, it's only about Yaakov to tell us certain details about Yaakov's life. So then, why does the Torah have to give us the? Say Shona by each grouping, which is to show us that there's a comparison. We're not. We don't even care how old he was when he died. It's only about Yaakov. So why do we need to know comparisons between his ages? And this therefore forces us to say that the way Rashi understands as Shona, why was the word Shona written? And it's about the comparisons. Is and Kashanish. In other words, it's not really a question at all. Rashi doesn't address the question why does it say Shana by each time Yishmol by Yishmol because we know, as we already said just earlier, that we're going to learn it's the same thing as by Avram. He didn't lose strength is one teaching and he was pure of sin is the second teaching. The Kasha is the question is only why do we need to know the age of Ishmael altogether so in other words the question isn't why does it say Shana each time that is answered already because it's the same, it teaches the same thing as in Avram's life but the question is why do we care why do we need to know his age altogether and as, the, as a, even a child sees as that the Torah only relates to us things which are important somehow. It teaches us something. It doesn't just tell ages of people for no reason. Not even about the age of which are tzaddikim. Even they, there is a reason why we know their age. And by Meshuselach, Rashi says that from this we know that the Mabel started right when Mishra Selah died and that's why the Torah says that there were seven days that Hashem wait I'm going to wait seven days and then there's going to be a marvel why did he wait seven days what, are we, what is he waiting seven days for it was because Mishra Selah died right then as we know from the numbers that the Torah gives for each one of the people that died in those early, early generations so we know that Meshuselah died when Noach was 500 years old. In other words, right when the Mabel was. 
and that's what he's telling us that he's waiting for Mr. Selech he was a tzaddik he died there was uh, seven days of mourning and so on in any case we see that the Torah doesn't give numbers for no reason only when it's important especially by somebody like even by somebody like Mr. Selech so the question is why do we need to know Yishmael's age Rashi tells us that the reason we know stuff about Yishmael and his age is because we need to know things about Yaakov. Lloyd Dem is of a movement, so then we understand as that also the way the Torah teaches the age of Yishmael, which is to add the word Shana to each grouping, is the Pasuk Nish Oisin Norutz of Alaychem Zelazad Yorim from Yishmael? The Pasuk is not is not interested simply to compare the age of Yishmael so that we know the comparisons between the different ages, which teach us things about him. But this is Nor Achidusun Milan of Sefes in Yishmael, which would have been only something that that teaches us about Yishmael. That's something that tells us certain qualities about Yishmael. So it's not just about that. Because the whole age isn't told to us about Yishmol. We don't need to know Yishmol's age for himself. We need to know it about Yaakov. So therefore the way the Torah relates it, by saying Shona, they're making the comparisons, is also really not so much about Yishmol, even though of course it is true about Yishmol, but it's really to teach something about Yaakov. And he spells it out. Undos vos the pasuk zot forot oich by Yishmael. The fact that the Torah also does say in the end by Yishmael shana b'chol klal klal. The word shana by each grouping was there uptailing yet a klal from shanam laatsma. And the reason that the Torah separates each grouping by adding the word shana on its own is kenal merames if amailu and uftu. It's as we said before tells us about a certain quality pasuk given by Yishmael that Yishmael had. In Yeder and Funzainas Manim, in each one of the uh, groups of ages, a hundred, thirty, and seven, as spelled out before, is Das Nish It's not so much in order for us to make a comparison between the groups of years of Yishmol, as by M Zanigavan Odimailas that Yishmol had all these qualities, nor Kadeliyachas Bahem Yaakov. It's there in order to, to tell us something about Yaakov, tell us something unique and special about Yaakov. So Lozim Vissin Yichus Milus Yaakov to tell us about the qualities of Yaakov. Those was the Torahs Meramus Dabin Gei Yishmol Zayna Milus. The reason that the Torah alludes to the qualities of Yishmol by putting Shana between each group is Liyachus Bem Yaakov is really to tell us about Yaakov. That's what Rashi is saying. The reason the Torah tells us the age of Yishmol is really about telling us stuff things about Yaakov. So Vissin Vibay Yaakov Zayna Miyuchus the Kiyarim we should know how Yaakov's ages were very special and unique. Adi Milas Gufas and Abay Yaakov and Ba'if Nachalagamri that he tells us the qualities of Yishmol, but we should know that it's really about Yaakov, that by Yaakov these same qualities were in a much greater, a much more outstanding way than by Yishmol. That's really the message. Which is clear from Rashi, because the whole reason that the whole age is written is because of Yaakov. Hey, the beer in them. So to explain that, the shinivas is given in Yishmol and from Ben Kuf is vaser shen given about tshuva. 
what the the change that happened. In other words, this um, what happened by Yishmael when he was a hundred. He was already a Baal at that time. Virashi Zogbefeirush, as Rashi says in his commentary, as Yishmael had Chubagitan Noch Bachai Avram, that Yishmael did Chuba during the lifetime of Avram, and that's why he let Yitzchak uh, go before him at the funeral of Avram. Because he recognized that Yitzchak is greater. In other words, he already was seeing things in the way Avram would see things. He did Chuba. When Yishmol is given nine and achtzig yor, and uh, Yishmol was eighty-nine years old, b'shas Mrs. Avram, when Avram died, because Avram was eighty-six when Yishmol was born, because Yishmol was thirteen years older than Yitzchak, and so eighty-six and one hundred seventy-five is the age between eighty-six and one hundred seventy-five is basically eighty-nine years old. So we see, in other words, that Yishmol had already done tshuva. By the time he was a hundred, he had already done tshuva. So at a hundred, he was already about tshuva, free of sin. And that's what Rashi is telling us. That notwithstanding the fact that he was about tshuva, and in fact, the Torah uses it when he died, it says, he expired. And the word Vayigva, Aloshem Vashtet Norba Tzadikim, the Torah uses the word Vayigva expired to describe death. By a regular people it says Vayomas, he died. But by a Tzadik it says Vayigva, Vayomas, he expired and died. That's only by Tzadikim. So we, and it says it in regards to Yishmael, so he, he was already on the level of a Tzadik when he died. But still, to compare him to Yaakov, there's no comparison between Yishmael and Yaakov. The Mailefum is, in other words, that Ben Kuf, that he was about Shuva, however, Yaakov is on a much higher level. The Mailefum Ben Shloishim is what was the quality that he had as at 30, what's the Torah pointing out? Ben Ayin. The age 30 is of course way before the time when a person gets weak which was at the, that time as we said 78 years old uh, 67 70 and Ben Shloishim 30 is the age when a person that has is at his optimum strength as the, the Mishnah says as is seen obviously when you look around you see people even a child sees this as in Gil von Schleusen, that at the age of 30 is the Gevur Mit by mention a person's optimum strength is at the age 30. When Yishmol Zayindig Ditsu Azabas is Yodabakoil, and Yishmol was the kind of guy that he was a very aggressive person, he was involved with everybody. His movement as an Elta von Schleusen is a given a giver, obviously. At the age of 30, anyone at the age of 30 is at his optimum strength. Yishmol, who was a very physical, aggressive person, certainly he would have been very strong at age 30. Yet, Yishmol's strength cannot be compared to Yaakov's strength. Yaakov's strength was way beyond that. Rashi himself tells us this in the Pasuk that when ya- Yaakov came to Choron to meet, to, to go to Lavan and they eventually got married there so he went to the well 
and over there at the well there was this big uh, stone that was placed on the well so that other people shouldn't be able to steal the water of the well and all the, the, and all the people had to gather all the shepherds waited for the, till they all came and all together they pushed the big stone the boulder off the well so Yaakov asked them why aren't you uh, watering the sheep they said no we have to wait till everybody gathers in order to be able to push the stone up so Yaakov went ahead when Rachel came Yaakov went ahead and he pushed the stone the boulder off the well and Rashi says it's like pulling a cork out of a bottle to tell you that Yaakov was very very strong he himself could do what it took all those shepherds to do together even though Rashi tells us that how old was Yaakov at that time 77 years old so in other words at 77 Yaakov was all powerful physically strong stronger than these young shepherds that had to wait and gather to do it together so even though Yishmo at 30 it's telling us that he was strong and so on that's the time of strength Yaakov was much stronger than that the Inyuf Miyuchov Naben Sheva, what is unique about a seven year old, and that's why the Torah says about Yishmol, likes at 37, is Fashtanikim Fish Rashi, and we can understand from that the Rashi as well, by Avram, the one by Avram, Ben Ayin Keben Haig, Beloichet, when he was 70, he was like five, without sin. Azainika Kotn is a Beloichet, that when he was a child, he was without sin. Folk Mengikent Main is we could have thought. As in them, Prat is Nitzayich to Machalak Zayin and Yaakov. That at least in this detail, what difference could you make between Yaakov and Yishmael? They're both free of sin. They're both children, innocent children. In them, Inya from Ketanah Belechad Zayin as they lochayr beidagleich. You would think that at the and uh, this matter of being uh, innocent children without sin, they would both be similar. So Ketayrus, the Torah says, as Eich in them, that also in this matter. Yishmol cannot be compared to Yaakov at all. But the etzim etzis from Yaakov is another from Yishmol because Yaakov's whole being is different than Yishmol. Ben Ben Ha'ama, who is the daughter of the maidservant, and uh, and Yitzchak was the daughter of Sarah. So therefore, in other words, whatever detail we're talking about about Yishmol. The fact that at a hundred he, at hundred he was about shuva, at thirty he was strong, at just like like Avram, right? These things come from Avram, and at seven he was pure from sin. In each one of them, Yaakov was much more outstanding than him. So it tells us these things by Yishmol to tell us that Yaakov was even was way beyond Yishmol in these qualities themselves which the Torah points out about Yishmol again in the Mele in Vegn Vosfar whatever detail whatever quality we're talking about in Yedin Prat and Prat in every detail pointed out in the ages the age groupings of Yishmol is Yaakov in Gansen and Yaakov was completely different much higher Hechav and Yishmol higher than Yishmol on the Far and therefore Leininu Yishmol and therefore, the, the age of Yishmol wasn't really told to us, in the Gimel Pamshan, including 
the telling us the qualities of Yishmo, which we know from the three times that it says Shana, nor could they liachas ben Yaakov, as Rashi says, they were only told to us in order to tell us about the qualities, the details about Yaakov's age, his, his life, and the qualities of Yaakov. That's the only reason that it was written.